Hey guys, welcome back to Marketing in the Minds podcast. Great to be with you. My name is Terry Hansen. I'm the host with the most here with my good friend and uh, award-winning marketer, Nathan Hawks, president and founder of Arcane Marketing. Nate, how you doing today? Hi, fantastic. You feeling it? Uh, I always feel it. Good. <laughs> always feel it. Well, we're excited to be with you today because this is a kind of a special episode of Marketing of the Minds, episode number 14, where we are actually relaunching this podcast after many, many months of being dark and kind of quiet. And so excited to be back with you once again. It's been a long, long time. And I uh, wanted to spend some time with you talking a little bit about Uh, Well, first and foremost, maybe just doing some quick introductions, but also why we're relaunching this podcast. And then we're going to jump right into some of the questions that some of our uh, our viewers have submitted to us that they want to answer during our podcast. Now, as you guys know, uh, Marketing of the Minds is primarily focused on answering a lot of the professional business questions that we get on a on a weekly basis and so there's no better person on the planet to be able to answer some of these business questions than uh, than than you Nate so well we, for, we also exaggerate a lot too we, we we don't we don't employ any puffery in any exaggeration just a little bit very good so anyway but uh, maybe by way of just a quick introduction maybe catch us up to speed um, you've been doing digital marketing now for Gosh, a, a very, very long time. Whatever, kind of uh, give us a l- quick little backstory on on how Arcane Marketing came to be. Man, that, well, honestly, it's quite a story, and it could take a very long time. I won't bore anyone with the details, but uh, essentially back in 2007, I joined a couple of buddies, and we actually created another digital marketing agency. Man, I learned so many things at the time. I didn't know a whole lot about digital marketing. I learned actually in 2007 what SEO was and what it meant in 2007, which is a little different than today. Right. Um, And it's interesting that as I wanted to, I became excited by it. Um, I became a student of the game and just kind of dove in and I found that it's just a lot of good information that was out there. And it exposed me to something that just gets me really excited, and that is um, meeting new people, being exposed to different business ideas and, and various uh, concepts and, and uh, how people think and how they operate. And sometimes they tell you maybe more than you care to know. Right. And uh, so, so I found that I really enjoyed the relationship aspect of it. In fact, what mattered to me more than anything was that I created and I highly valued these relationships and came to find uh, towards the end of my tenure at the, at the previous agency that they felt the same to me. And I got some of that sentiment and uh, uh, I felt like that that mattered so much but was not as important of an aspect to other people uh, at the other agency. And so it felt like it was time to just kind of break away and really focus on not only building relationships, but also getting results at the same time. It seemed like those two things work really well. And, uh, you know, I've always had this mantra for the 14 years that I've been doing digital marketing now. Um, and that is that people do business with people and that relationships matter. And so if we can have a candid relationship, set good expectations, and uh, produce the results that we say that we can, by and large, people are pretty happy. Right. And, <laughs> and anyway, so what that, that ideology didn't feel present 
previously. And, and that's what led me to, um, with lots of promptings from many different areas, to break and, and start another agency. And um, following that mantra has honestly been the reason for massive success. And I just, it's, it's comforting to know that it works and it's comforting to know that we get good results and that we actually care. So that's, that's primarily it. That's kind of there, uh, kind of how it all got started. And I was just kind of quickly doing the math. I think I first met you back in 2011. that's correct. So it's been, I think this is the 10th year. We've known each other a decade now. So that's, uh, it, seems like, it seems like time has gone very, very fast. And um, now we've had an opportunity over the years to work together in a lot of different capacities. And, and for those of you who may not know me, um, I've, for the last 15, 15 years, have run my own marketing, consulting, and executive sales training company. And um, in last year, in 2020, my business was acquired by the holding company uh, that's associated with Arcane Marketing. So we, we're, we're, now, we're now on the same team together. So I couldn't be more excited and, and delighted to be able to... Uh, to partner with Arcane Marketing and help and help you guys uh, do what you do best. So and it's been it's, good. It's very cool. Very cool. Well, um, um, so I, I know one of the questions that probably a lot of people are thinking about is, you know, there's a bazillion podcasts out there. There's a ton of YouTube shows out there, even on marketing, you know, in various capacities. But but what is what is marketing of the minds? What what was your vision for relaunching this? It, it, it's already existed and, and done very well, but but why are we relaunching it at this point in time? And what do you what are you hoping that this will turn into? You know, there's a. I feel like that there's been an itch that I kind of need to scratch. Oh, and right. uh, and and the, it, take that for what it, what it's worth. <laughs> uh, but I have learned so much information over the last. 14, 15 years in the digital marketing world. And what I've come to discover is that there is so much misinformation. And I would even say misguided. And maybe it's not that way on purpose, Terry. Maybe it's because the people who are explaining some of this information that just isn't that great or could be misguiding really comes from the best of purposes or the best of intents. But it's because that's the extent of the knowledge of the person who's been uh, trying to explain that. And every day, every single day, I talk to somebody that I run into at the grocery store or somebody calls and inquires with our company and I just happen to answer the phone or somebody internally here in our team or one of our clients always has some off-the-wall question and they're looking to achieve or get to some point or get some answer and then they tell me what they understand of the situation. And I can see where they're coming from, but I feel like that it needs just a little bit a little of adjustment. nudging, right? Yeah. A little adjustment. So because there's so much of this information, um, I like to believe, and in my own mind, we're the good guys. Right. Right? And, and we genuinely help people. And we don't always charge for everything that we talk about. We do so much free consulting all the time and we give away good information. And you know what? Many, many, many different people have taken the information that we've given and run with it on their own, have become successful, and, it, and it's, that's fantastic. I actually don't even feel bad about those things. Awesome. But there is a lot of times where, um, where we can give this information and it, it becomes very valuable to to 
operating, maybe not just in marketing, but their whole business in right, general. Right. Uh, I have desired a lot and have found myself regularly short of time to create these videos. And I, and I feel like I've even bought little kits if, for everybody who wants to know, like a little stand to put my iPhone in and, and some lights in the background at my office. You've seen the green yep. lights in my office and yep. uh, many of my clients have. And, uh, you know, just to make videos. And I have all these neat ideas about different ways that I can explain certain concepts and things. And, and I know that when I explain it to people over the phone, it's so, so good. It feels good to say it and it feels good for them to hear it. And they, and they know that I'm delivering them some value. But, but why not? Why can't I, why can't we figure out and help guide people, be that uh, beacon of light right. or, or of right. truth, if you will, uh, as far as we understand it, and, and, and or being a guiding hand to getting them the right kind of information. And marketing the minds is helping to answer so many of these asked questions right. and perhaps to debunk some myths and, um, um, you know, basically just to give those little nuggets of information. I know you've commented to me that, you know, some of your favorite people to work with on the planet are business, you know, professional service type businesses, the, 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 the dental practices, the chiropractors, the attorneys, the insurance agencies, the financial service advisors, the, uh, the architects, the CPAs, those kinds of, those kinds of professional services. And what's remarkable about those individuals is, you know, they're, they're incredibly smart in their field. They are gurus and experts in their field. And I know a lot of the questions that they ask you have to do with um, some of the, sometimes the, some of the fundamental things about just running and operating a business that you've been able to be very successful over the years, helping them address and solve and, and kind of guide them on. And I, and I know that's kind of one of the things that you've mentioned that you want marketing of the minds to focus on is helping answer those kinds of questions to help those kinds of professional services businesses really take their companies to the next level. Yeah. Uh, those kinds of businesses are full of people yep. that genuinely care about their service focus area and how that benefits or helps their clients or customers. And, uh, and if you can, if we can give them some good information that in turn enhances their business or makes life easier oh, yeah. or with removes some obstacles, if anything, um, then I think that's a, that's a worthy, worthy cause. Absolutely. Well, it's for that purpose that we've kind of dedicated ourselves, uh, here at marketing of the minds podcast, uh, to do that very thing. So, uh, Nate, if you're okay, we've got a question. I'm okay. And it actually comes in from a dental practice here in Idaho Falls, Idaho, where our corporate headquarters are. And the question is this, um, how do we drive more people to make an inquiry into our business? So dental practice, they want more people online to make an inquiry, call them, walk into the business, hit their website. How, How do they do that? You know, this could be a really lengthy answer, to be honest, but uh, let me see if I can condense everything to just a couple of bullet points. Probably one of the single most influential places that, uh, that you can have an impact into driving people to inquire with you is in Google My Business. Google My Business is the, the gateway to Google Maps, right? It's a profile that you set up to 
claim information to verify that you're a certain type of business. And, uh, and I, you know, it's funny because um, I was looking up this stat, I think just a little over a year ago, but as of a year ago, only 40% of all Google My Business profiles that could be have been claimed. Wow. So 60% are just floating out in the out ether, there, yeah. right? But not unclaimed. And, and that doesn't mean they don't exist. Google is really smart. They probably have put the piece on the map there, but you just haven't claimed it and taken control of it. Gotcha. I would say that that is still considered a, you know, people ask, like, what's your best Google hack or your best Google tip? That's one of Go- them. Google My Business. Google My Business. Okay. And, uh, and within Google My Business, a couple of really uh, important pieces. People, I think it was 65% of all the Google My Business profiles that have been claimed are not complete. Okay. So a big, big portion of those that have been claimed are not complete. And what we mean by complete is, is that Google gives you the opportunity to fill out all kinds of information about your business to certain categories or business hours or what kinds of payments you accept or a description of services, maybe uh, how many different services, how big's your business area, et cetera, et cetera. There's I don't remember exactly, 30 some odd questions that you can answer. Do you have photos that are put up there? Are they from other people? Are they from you? Videos, etc. And I would counsel everyone to take a few minutes, a few extra minutes, and not just claim their profile, but to literally answer to completeness everything in Google My Business. So that's that's a primary, a big, that's a big one that it blows my mind. I, even dentists today that we help still haven't done that. And they've been around for five years. I, 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 uh, <laughs> okay. I, don't, I don't know. It blows, yeah. it blows my mind a little bit. Um, another one is, is that um, it's oftentimes we spend a lot of time organizing information for our clients. Okay. And that has a big impact on how people will regard you if they find you. What you don't want to have is spend a lot of time trying to get someone's attention. Right. Only to have them be disappointed or turned off. Confused. Or confused. Right. And then not take the action that you want them to do. So I would say organize information. And one thing that we're always... And I'm assuming you're referring to organize information on their website? Well, on and off their website. Okay. I would say on and off their website. But, but for the... Just for this listen. answer yep. on your website. Okay. And one thing that there is always a lack or a shortage of in most cases is information. And there can be information heavy websites that just need to be organized better. And that's and that's pretty much it. But there is no such thing as too much information. Now, information in this case isn't just how much you've written or how many blog posts there are that exist. Are you doing videos? Mm-hmm. Are do you have images? Do you have white papers or studies, or is there anything that you can do to help people to see a little bit more about you? You know, if your website is, let's say, your best salesperson, and your website is also a window into your business, what do you want to show people? How nice does it look? What does it articulate? Are you answering questions? So that's another thing to consider. Um, Another another really important one is to... um, like, it's not a new concept, Terry. Yeah. This is not a new concept. But it blows my mind at how well it works in 2020 and 2021 and beyond. We see phenomenal results from it as an agency because we do it for our clients. But our clients who also do it 
get good results. And that thing that I'm talking about is video. Mm-hmm. Video five years ago, eight years ago was like kind of a hot thing. Everyone was, that was a button everyone was trying to push. Right, right. Only I think there was a lot of hype, but no action. And now definitely there are places that take advantage of it and do a great job at producing video. But so many places don't. Video is easy, an easy way to visually articulate, answer a question, to uh, give information, whether it's humorous or emotional or just simply scientific, whatever that might need to be, no problem. But that's a great way to connect with your audience is through video. And there's so many other things that can come from video. Video can also be used in so many different ways. Right. Um, and well, and and to that point, you know, technology has advanced to the point where you know shooting video has become just super super easy. I mean, everybody's got an iPhone, everybody's got a cell phone. You can shoot videos, you can live stream on social media, right. on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and LinkedIn and so anywhere on social media you can live stream. But then those videos can also then be uploaded to. Google My Business, or those can be posted to your website, or you can distribute those in all sorts of different places as well. Well, there's, so there's kind of two parts to this video answer. Um, and part number one is that you actually do it. Yep. Um, doesn't matter. You, and, it, and the more you do it, the better you get at it too. That's the thing is yeah. you're going to stumble a little bit at first, but you'll get better at it. But number two is, is once you've done it, how do you get people to see it? And there is not a better way. There is not a better way than to use social media to to help get your brand out there. And as of today, that doesn't mean this is how it's always gonna be, but as of today, the hot social media uh, places where you can leverage and get the most amount of information, regardless of what kind of business you are, are Facebook and Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok. TikTok is massively growing and gaining momentum. Um, I would also say Pinterest and YouTube. That kind of rounds out the the top. The big ones. The big ones, yep. Yep, so if you can put the information out on those places, fantastic. But I will give one little tidbit about the videos. Always give some kind of instruction. Always ask Ask for something. Mm -hmm. And uh, in our world, we call that the call to action. Invite them to take some sort of action. Yeah, Click click on the contact us, fill out our form, give us a phone call here, come see us, do this, do that, whatever it is you want. Give them some instruction. People are are anticipating something that you want them to do. Give them that. And then I think that the very, uh, the last piece that we talk about often, um, so whether you're a dentist or a financial advisor or an insurance agent or you're selling purses online, whatever that might be, how do you differentiate and get someone to acquire with you versus somewhere else? And, And I think that the previous answers all apply to this. This is kind of like the overarching piece is an acronym that is often referred to in the in the world of digital marketing. It's called EAT. E-A-T. E-A-T. It stands for expertise, authority, and trustworthiness. And how do you gain those things? Well, by simply doing all of the previous things that I just mentioned, but as you gain EAT in the eyes of a search engine or in the eyes of your customers or potential audience, I should say, yep. um, then you become sort of that authority figure or become that branded entity. You establish yourself as an expert. That's the E. Correct. You give yourself authority, like you're a credible source of information. And that people can trust. And that, you can, that they can trust you and your business. That's okay. exactly right. Okay. Now, I would tell you this. 
Ding, ding. If you need to learn more about EAT and you want to call me, I'll, I'll be happy to take the time and explain it to anybody on the phone in detail. So gotcha. that's my call to action. Yeah, see, you like that? Pre- <laughs> preaches, drinks his own Kool-Aid. So, Well, that's awesome. Well, we've got a lot more questions that we've got queued up and lined up. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, thanks for taking some time. Yes, sir. Uh, I know your schedule is busy and it's always good to get some time with you. So uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in to Marketing of the Minds. Uh, episode number 14, be sure to tune back in uh, next time as we continue to uh, answer you know, a lot of fantastic questions coming from other uh, business professionals around the country uh, right here with uh, Nathan Hawks. So great to be with you guys. Keep up the good work and we'll see you next time. Thanks again.